everyone and welcome to 1.21 gigawatts i am peter and i am joined by matt hey what's up and tim's here too that's right <laughs> we talk that's, about that's a fact <laughs> that is a fact yes yeah, uh, you are correct <laughs> We talk about movies on this show, and this episode we are going to be reviewing and discussing Captain Marvel, the latest in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're 22 movies in, I think? 21. Is this 21? No, no. I got... 22, I was, I mean, I lost. Yeah. 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 I was starting to get, like, a... I'm so glad that this movie came out because I, like, I was starting to get the shakes. I was like, I haven't been, I haven't seen a Marvel movie in in, in forever. It's been like what, like six months? I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird because they put the third one last year in like July. So it, yeah, there was a big gap before the next one. Whereas when they had one in November, it was like no, it was like evenly every like yeah. three four months you get a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember I complaining about like. Who's going to go see three Marvel movies in one year? Uh. Like, that's overkill. And now people are jonesing for them. Yeah. So, <laughs> so hey, yeah, so we're going to talk about Captain Marvel. We'll start spoiler-free, as we always do. We'll give you a warning in the middle before we go into spoilers. But, yeah, so this is the, the new Marvel movie. It took them 22 movies to make a movie with a female lead. <laughs> that is how, how long it took. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. It, it still amazes me that we get this new character that most people aren't familiar with before Black Widow yeah. got her own solo. Yeah, that's true. So, she's, she's been around since the second movie. Yeah, but he's yeah. coming. They've got a writer. They're, 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 yeah. they're, they're, they're looking oh. for directors and stuff. It's coming. It's happening. Phase four, baby. Phase four. <laughs> it's happening. Um, oh, phase four. Also, uh, off topic, but I, I guess I didn't get the memo that we're all supposed to wear our Avengers shirts. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, sorry, so, sorry, Tony. I, just, I call sorry, I, mean, also... I, I represent, but... Sounds like his Hellboy shirt on. <laughs> I, I went looking for a Captain Marvel shirt yesterday, and I couldn't find any that, you know, that, that are black, because I like black t-shirts. <laughs> so uh, I just had to rock my, my Avengers Ramones mashup shirt. Yeah. I, I, as we pointed out in comics from the multiverse yesterday matt's hat's actually kind of looks like a captain marvel logo yeah. it's not really but it I looks like it first. yeah yeah it's uh I, I have people stop me at the mall yesterday and that's where i got my captain marvel hat <laughs> i turn around and go no it's it's, it's vegas golden knights but thanks <laughs> and they're like sports and then they yeah. run away exactly. <laughs> so yeah, this one's interesting because obviously a lot of this MCU, like some of it I've been in not knowing anything about the character, some of it in knowing some. Um, I had plenty of time to read some Captain Marvel before this, but for whatever reason, I just never did. Like, I, I, I mean, I've been reading the new series by Kelly Thompson. That just that was like two issues ago, though. Oh, okay. Like, you know, so it's yeah. only just started. Yeah. Uh, I so I started last week. I picked up the first trade from Kelly Sue DeConnick. Um and I was like, oh, my God, this is the Green Lantern book I've been wanting forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's like seven years old. Yeah. So, but it really doubled down on her as a pilot and like doing cool pilot stuff. And and then uh, so I got, I think, through the half of the second trade before the movie came out and then watching the movie and seeing how much from that uh, Kelly Sue run made it into this origin story. Just you know, oh, yeah. changed ever so slightly. I was really excited because... Um, it's yeah. like Inclu- again, inclu- including Kelly Sue herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake, yeah. Blake and you'll miss her, but she, <laughs> if you know what she looks like, she stands out. Yeah. Like I, you know, uh, I'm. You guys know me. I'm a big fan of uh, you know Bendis, and so yeah. I had actually 
you know been reading the character for a while also i'm you know much more uh marvel fanatic than yeah. you filthy dc lovers but we'll <laughs> save that for another time but i yeah because I, I think he you know he'd always she or carol danvers had always been uh kind of like a supporting character and a lot of stuff like bendis did like he was an alias and um you know uh, in a lot of his avengers stuff and then i think they relaunched ms marvel with her around the time after uh, Civil War, which actually wasn't that bad uh, of a series. I read most of that. And then, uh, but really the, um, yeah, Kelly Sue DeConnick stuff is when, uh, you know, her and Emma Rios, like once they yeah. took over, that's when it really like kind of exploded. And yeah, that that's pretty much become like the definitive take on the character. And yeah, it's easy to see why it's really good stuff. And yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it says something that it's went straight to, it's, it's not like we went through Miss Marvel first and then we got to yeah. Captain Marvel. Yeah. We went straight to Captain Marvel and to everyone else now, you say Miss Marvel, you're thinking of Kamala Khan. Like, yeah. you know, you're thinking of a different character. Well, uh, so uh, up until, you know, Brie Larson got to the, to the role, the most I'd known about Captain Marvel was she was Miss Marvel but that's where Rogue got her strength and flying powers from in, in X-Men was she yeah. over-absorbed. <laughs> and, and that was it. So she was always just kind of a footnote to me. And then yeah. I'd heard the rumblings about how good the book was. But, like, I, you know, as, as Tim said, I'm a, I'm a filthy DC fan. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, it took a lot, especially that many years ago, to get me to read. Because I had New 52 to read, damn it. Like, oh god mistakes yeah. were made regrets exactly. have been had and so like i'm I'm glad that we kind of skipped over that miss marvel thing because while i'm sure she was like super cool 70s like you know because i guess that's why she was named miss marvel because they were they were playing off of that women's lib stuff um yeah. her in the bikini costume with the sash and stuff i don't yeah. think is a good look yeah like <laughs> it's not a good costume so to see this the full like flight suit kind of deal uh yeah. you know it's i think it's a really cool take on on the character and mm. just watching it i felt like dc pay attention because this is how you make a superman movie and a green lantern movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it checked both of those boxes for me well yeah i mean yeah. if i just if i'm doing my usual summary before i ask the question that i always ask um you know, she she's on the the Cree homeworld, and she's a part of a Cree uh, squad who go out and fight, you know, Skrulls and various other threats. Uh, she has no memory of her time before she landed there, which was about six years ago, and she thinks she's from there. But of course, we know she's really from Earth. There's flashbacks, of course, and other things that explain that as the movie goes on. Uh, but she ends up on Earth, and she teams up with Nick Fury, a younger Nick Fury, set in the nineties, and they try to deal with Skrulls. Skrulls, of course, are shape shifting aliens, and they think they're going to cause trouble, and they're. Lo- they're looking for there's a MacGuffin they're looking for in Earth basically. Yep. Uh but that's so the general setup. The uh so the uh like the first you know, in the beginning of the movie, that first first scene where you see like uh you know, two people looking the same because like there's a scroll shapeshifter or whatever. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the very first time uh that, that happened, the woman that was sitting next to me, she Your went wife, yes. like no, well, on the other other side of me, I was, I was between two, between two people. I love the idea that Tim calls Melissa the girl that sits next to me at movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess technically it's accurate, but yeah. uh, but no, it was it was another woman on the other side of me. But as soon as she saw that, like you know, first scroll shapeshifter, she goes, "What." <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, "What did you think you were watching?" Like, yeah, well, it's <laughs> scrolls like 
they are kind of this new thing for most people. Like, sure, I, but I, I just feel I like it, <laughs> it, it, she just seemed like so shocked. Like, uh, like you know, it's a Marvel movie. There's gonna be crazy stuff in it. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> twenty. This is just a tip of the iceberg. When twenty-two movies deep into Marvel, and she's like shapeshifters. No, this is where I draw the line. Yeah. This is where I draw the line. <laughs> It was it was so loud though. Was, I, I thought it was funny. Um, yes, uh, Pete, continue with whatever you're blabbing about. I was just giving you the setup of the movie, which I finished doing. So I will now ask the question. I will go okay. around and we'll we'll each answer again. Spoiler free, just sort of general impressions. But uh, Tim, since you're yep. the, technically the guest, even though you're here often <laughs> enough, uh, did you enjoy Captain Marvel? Uh, I, I did. I liked it a lot. I thought, uh, you know, I think one of the things I was really happy about is. Uh, you know, at this point, I'm a little sick of origin movies, but I thought they did this in a real interesting way where it's not really told, uh, you know, like literally, uh, if, if that's a, a word, but yeah, linear, uh, linearly, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say, but you know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, yeah, I thought that was like really interesting and yeah, there's like a lot of really good action. Uh, Brie Larson is great. She just really did a, you know, awesome job, uh, as a character. And I thought like it was a kind of like a subdued performance but i find like it really works with the character with like you know where, where she's coming from and you know this thinking she's one thing and she's not and the, but i like yeah. that you know they're not just trying to make her like you know female spider-man or something where she's just constantly quipping and joking and well, stuff like yeah and there's there's a time and a place and characters for that like tony stark yeah like, i wouldn't want captain america quipping like tony stark exactly you know? and, yeah and same with with captain marvel is you know She's an Air Force pilot that becomes an uh, an alien soldier, you yeah. know. She's not the type that's gonna crack jokes. Although there is levity, like she has some moments. Yeah, you know? I like that. Yeah, the, there was like still funny parts to it, and like I, she works so well with uh, Sam Jackson. Like them together is just such a great yeah. fun team to watch. And it's, uh, it's weird that she's kind of the the straight man in that yeah. dynamic, <laughs> and he's the the over the top reacting to everything. Yeah. Because especially because well, it's Sam Jackson, and that's usually his role. Yeah, everything's yeah. new to him, though. The idea of aliens, the idea of all these things, everything's yeah. new. Matt, did you enjoy Captain Marvel? I I did very much. Um, uh, I really love Brie Larson. People people that know me would would know this, based off of how much I love Kong Skull Island. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. You know? Oh she's god, I, I, it only took ten minutes to get a Kong Skull Island. <laughs> <mission. laughs> you know. Um, my 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 one negative takeaway from from her as Captain Marvel is now I'll never get her as Lois Lane, right? Because now she's oh, Captain Marvel damn. for for the yeah. next foreseeable. Uh, but I always thought she'd rock it as Lois. But yeah, she no, would be great. Yeah. She's she's fantastic. I was a little worried from the trailers because she did seem kind of like stilted, um, mm-hmm. but with context in the movie and just the paced out those scenes are. She's fine. I think like the yeah. trailers did a disservice to her because she has a lot more charm in the movie than she did yep. in the trailers. The trail the trailers yeah. only show you the, the colder moments. The because yeah. her, her her comedy in this is very much a kind of deadpan. Dead yes, yeah, a deadpan, right? And it, but yeah. it's actually really funny when she does it. So mm-hmm. you know, it just it just you know the, the trailer didn't really show much of that. Uh, so I, no. I went and think worrying that she might be kind of humorless, and she wasn't. She yeah. actually has a lot. Of, there's, no, she's. But she's not like light either. Like there's a scene. Yeah. There's a scene. I mean, fine line. No, no, no specifics for spoilers' sake. But there's a scene where she's looking at a map and she just kind of like folds down the corner and looks over it at one yeah. point, and that's just oh, funny yeah. on its own. It's just this <laughs> yeah. little action yeah. of her going and yeah, peeking over the map. It's funny. She is a, a really gifted actress. Like there's like yeah. I always forget that 
things she's been in because she melds so well into the role. Like she's Wait, in the Adams from Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's true. That's true. Yeah, she, she's uh, the, the singer, right? Uh, yeah. She's also in the room with Tommy Wiseau. No, I think we you watched a different movie, V. Yeah. No, no, she was she was in a room. She was trapped in a box, and every every night, like Tommy Wiseau would come out, like, "Hey, relaxing." I would, uh, you know, that's uh, uh, that would that would have been interesting <laughs> to have Tommy Wiseau in that movie. Uh, uh, but yeah, she's but... so. I I feel kind of silly being worried because she is that great of an actress, and then yeah. the rest of the supporting cast. Super, ben Mendel, super badass ben, too, like when she needs to be. Yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, you're fine. Well, but like Ben Mendelsohn, he's he's playing the heavy, and oh yeah. I I this is a different side of him than I've seen because every time I've seen him, he's the heavy guy that's always serious. Whether it's he's a little bit like smarmy in Dark Knight Rises, because Pete he's like the lawyer guy that works with Bane, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and then like in in Rogue One, he's he's a, the straight up villain. So to Joe, see him here, what Joe's uh, funny is that like I I recognize his voice immediately, but mm-hmm. even when we see him like without makeup, I'm yeah. like he looks different. Is that really? Is, yeah. is, that, is this just someone sounds like Ben Mendelsohn because he looks a little bit different yeah. than normal? Yeah, he he carries himself differently from role to role, and this time I like even as he's the villain, I'm looking at him like there's something likable about him. <laughs> like he has this smooth kind of to him like this just cadence and uh it made me want to go watch the the directors of this anna bowden and ryan fleck did a movie called mississippi grind with ben mendelson oh. and um ryan reynolds and was that a gambling them, movie yeah it's, like it's about band. them going up yeah them going up on like a like a gambling riverboat and stuff and i was like well, if he's as likable as he is here as, as the bad guy then i wonder how he is playing playing the gambling guy in mississippi Ooh. grind Wait, who did he, who he play the main scroll? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Main scroll. He's yeah. Uh, uh, Talos. Talos. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Is it Talos or Talos? I don't know. I I heard it both ways in the movie. So okay. Some of them called him. I, I think that that was Jude Law's accent though, calling him Talos. Yeah. Versus. I, I think you know, it's I think it's Talos. But I'm going off of Star Trek here because there's a planet called Talos yeah. Four. Uh, okay. So I'm just going with that. <laughs> But we you shake your head at Tim? Will you shake your head at? How dare you? Um, it was good seeing uh, Clark Gregg as young Coulson. Like okay. I've missed him in the movies because I haven't watched Agents of Shield in forever, and it's over now, right, Pete? No, 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 no. They get no, two no, more seasons not. at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, oh, okay. they just get renewed cool. for season seven. Season six is not aired yet. It, so all the big galactic stuff in this movie made me kind of want to go back and revisit. Because that's the last stuff I remember seeing on Shield. It dealt with a lot of the Kree and the, she, I mean, she, the she, humans. And if stuff. I can just vouch for Agents of Shield for a second, mm-hmm. season one's pretty weak. After that, it does nothing but get better. Season, season four of Shield is like my favorite thing in the MCU. Which which yeah. was the first the first half of which season was was basically Coulson being Indiana Jones and looking <laughs> for lost cities and stuff. Because I was really about that. <laughs> I think it, it, I think that was season two. That was when they're looking for the lost city. Two, okay. Yeah. So yeah, either. So the first half of that, I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and then I, the human stuff came in, and I, I kind of lost interest. But this made me want to go back and check it out. I I did enjoy seeing him, but I felt I did think he looked a little weird to me. Like Sam Jackson, I thought they did an incredible job, yeah. like de aging him or whatever. It, I actually think it's kind of scary, <laughs> but like. Well, uh, I, I don't know because like when I watched Jurassic Park. Yeah. And he's Mr. Arnold, which is, you know, mid-90s as well. 
Yeah. He kind of looks the same as he does as Nick Fury. Like, I don't yeah, think he... he's aged particularly, like, badly, no, I guess. I, I, I think if they would have not done the CGI de-aging stuff, I, yeah. I would have been totally fine with it. Especially because, you know, uh, like... And Nick Fury is a dude that, like, uh, I think he takes like a like Infinity Serum or something. So, yeah. like in the comic books, he he doesn't really age. Like he's well, been young yeah. since World War II. Like, yeah, because that was his first. His, his first what is going on? There? <laughs> I, have, I have my own Creed Scroll War going on here. Oh, so, those flurkins uh, are bound. Anyway, yeah, uh, as, as, I gotta go yell. I'll yes. be right back. Yes, that's gonna go yell. And I noticed that he didn't mute his mic before he. <laughs> before he did that <laughs> so we get to listen to the the beautiful sound of matt yelling at his dogs um it's gonna hear things crashing yeah just the crashing laser beam streams <laughs> all right at least a baby yelling for help anyway, uh, so so to wrap this all back around that went on for a while there uh so Sorry. for myself um i liked the movie um i thought it was good i not great though i do have some uh critiques um it, one of which is actually a technical critique, which I'm, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant in a minute. I'm going to warn you right now. Oh, no. There's a technical uh, rant coming up in a second. Uh, it's going to have something to do with issues. the 90s. No, no it's not to be the 90s. Not to be the 90s. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I was going to say, it's going to be some inaccurate thing where they no, have no, 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 videotape. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. It's not that. Um, I, I, no, I liked the movie. I thought, I thought Brie Larson was good. I think uh, the first act is probably the weakest. Uh, it's a kind of dull first act, but once they get to Earth, things kind of pick up. Uh, the buddy That's cop fair. kind of stuff with uh, Sam Jackson was really good. Um, yeah. I like, there's a, obviously we'll get to it in spoilers later, but there's a swerve in the story with what's going on. I kind of liked. Uh, it's sort of towards the end of the second act, and yeah. um, I, I, I like some other stuff. Uh, but yeah, let me get my complaint out of the way. Let's get my technical complaint out of the way, because so I was actually thinking before I watched this, this was just a random thought I was having because I do this, is I was thinking about how movies today, big budget movies that is, don't typically look as good as they used to, right? Uh, and not just because of CG. I mean, I think the obvious thing you think of there is, oh, it's just because CG is used now. But no, 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 no. I'm, I'm thinking a lot of the MCU is really guilty of this, where they look like TV shows that just happen to have really good special effects, right? They don't have the distinct visual style. And that's not necessarily a t- terrible thing, but I was thinking about it before I went into this and I was kind of thinking, I wonder if this is going to like, you know, go above and beyond that and actually feel like a, a movie movie. And I don't think it does. I think I think the visual style is really basic looking. Uh, but there is a technical fault to add on to that that was really bugging me during this movie. Uh, especially in the first act, but it's, it's kind of, it props back in throughout the whole thing, is that some scenes are just flat out underexposed. And it was really bugging me. And there's an example here for you. So, uh, Captain Marvel, uh, uh, Carol, her her best friend from Earth, right? Uh, Maria. <coughs> Maria. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a reunion between them. She that was who someone she knew before she left uh, and went to the Kree home world. She she has a reunion with her. Some you know in the middle of the second act, and it's this scene where she like walks up into the like the she's got like this outside area and she's got like a plane she's working on and she's kind of you know doing mechanic stuff, and. Real Arson walks into the scene and it cuts to this wide shot where you see and you can see like Monica or something Monica, Monica's the daughter. Maria's head yeah. looks up. And you know do you know who that is? The, the daughter? Yeah. Yeah, I know she grows up to be um like Well not not, she... not necessarily grows up. She's she filled in for Captain Marvel when she yeah. was right. She was yeah. one of them. It was Monica um Monica Rambo. Rambo. So... Rambo yeah. Yeah. I think I think now she goes by Spectrum, but yeah, Spectrum's what she has. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just 
read that was the last thing I read before I saw the movie and the Kelly Sue run is she meant back up, which I thought was really cool because yeah. they used the photon name, which was her name yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. she took over after for her mom. On, and the, on the, and the neat thing here, anyways, and the neat thing here, of course, is that uh, when we go to present day, young Monica will be yeah. of uh, you know adult age, similar to Brie yeah. Larson. So you know they'll have this kind of bond. Yeah. Anyway, so you, they're getting their cake and eating it too, which is cool. Yeah. But yeah, my technical fault here that I'm using this scene to kind of really accent it. So Brie Larson walks out of the scene. And we see Maria's head look up, right, in this kind of wide shot. Here's the problem I have with this, uh, about it being underexposed. You can't see her reaction. She's completely in shadow, and you can't see her face react to the moment where she sees her friend, who she thought was dead years ago. The the scene is robbed of the moment that it's built around, because it's underexposed. And there was several stuff at the start when they're on, like, one of the spaceships, like, you know, sneaking about and fighting and stuff. It's all too dark. You can't see things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some of the fight scenes that you can't just make sense of at some points because it, the movie's just too dark. It's not Alien vs. Predator too dark, but it's <laughs> but it's it's unsatisfying. It, it, it looks murky. Uh, yeah, so um, I just want to point out, too, you're talking about how they kind of, the style, kind of, they all melt together. And I just pulled up the cinematographer who's Ben Davis, mm-hmm. and he's done Guardians of the Galaxy, Age of Ultron, Doctor Strange, and Captain Marvel. So it, it seems like they're using the same mm. crew a lot for these. But then he's also done stuff like Seven Psychopaths, which is a Martin McDonough movie, which is completely different than yeah. any of those other movies I just mentioned. Or um, The Debt. And I'm trying to find out. He was the cinematographer on Three Billboards last yeah. year. Yeah, this yeah, is a. So. Yeah, this, this is a. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say an argument, but this is something I have a, a conversation I have with a, a friend of mine a lot because he really. I wouldn't say he hates the Marvel movies, but he he, the, his big complaint about them is that they're not visually distinctive, which I think there are a few that stand out, like oh. you know, definitely like Thor Ragnarok doesn't yeah, look like any other out. Marvel no. movie yeah. and. But uh, I, I do understand that complaint. Like, there, yeah, the, there's not enough that like uh, sets them apart visually. But well, um, that's I, what I, I feel know. Like it doesn't bother me that much. So. The top ones, the top, because I feel like, like, like Winter Soldier feels like a '70s spy movie, just yeah, the way that the Russos mm. shot it. And then Thor Ragnarok. However, you feel about the story, the way that Taika had it shot, there's nothing else. Yeah, in the Marvel, and it's not like it. It's not like it's like a deal breaker because like Avengers is still my favorite MCU movie, and I think it's one of the least visually interesting. I mean, what's happening on the screen is great, but it doesn't look like that exciting as a as a stylistic piece of filmmaking. And and if you, because I I just I was thinking I mentioned Alien vs Predator, like think of the original Predator. If you if you look at a screenshot from Predator, right, like think of the nighttime scene when he's fighting Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it's like it's night and there's the glow of the fire, and you've got this great prosthetic like alien you know, phase. And then I'm thinking of scenes in this where, you know, we're just standing talking to a scroll and it just feels so like dull and lifeless in comparison. There's just there's no pop to it. So so you you know, you went through film school and stuff. Do you credit that to the director or to the cinematographer? Uh, but both. Or is um, it a combo of both? And technically, I did tele. Uh, Matt always likes to spread that I did film school. I didn't technically do film school. I did television production. Well, so just <laughs> for the record. Whatever. It's yeah. not the same thing. Right? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean both. I, 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 both are at fault. If I had to guess, I feel like these are such studio-led movies that I'm assuming 
that's probably more where where the fault lies. Like, I'm not saying that the directors are are bad or don't have right. like as much you know a ton of freedom, well, but they're probably maybe a little more restricted. Or I, I actually, I mean, I'll, I'll disagree with this, Tim, because you know, Predator was a studio movie, and I think the the point I'm making is is the, it's the studio movies that I'm thinking about that used to look really good, but. It's almost like the standards. Well, well, I'm not necessarily yeah. talking about like the the underexposed problem. I'm just talking about more about the not really having a visually distinctive right. styles or whatever. Yeah. But I I do agree with what yeah. you're saying. Like I I guess I didn't. Uh, I, I don't think I have as much of an eye for this kind of stuff as you do. But now that you bring that up, when I'm kind of thinking back about it, like I can see what you're saying. And uh, yeah, yeah, like uh, I, I don't think it ruined you know much of the enjoyment of the movie for me but yeah, yeah. it probably would have been nicer to right. it, yeah, have, have it, it look a little better it's one of those things that would it would elevate it it's one of those things that would take it you know from what it is and then add this extra element to it where it feels more like a spectacle i i don't think there's a spectacle in this movie not really yeah there's a couple of outrageous things that happen with her powers or whatever and but i don't feel spectacle from it in the way that i do from i don't know uh to pick a movie with spectacle, I can't think of one. But, yeah. you know. Spectacular, huh? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess what I'm saying <laughs> not, is... Not is, quite. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I keep going back to Predator, but just, like, the final yeah. the final fight in Predator, right? I guess, maybe it's because it's an alien. That's maybe why I'm thinking of that. But the, the final fight... You're in, talking about the original Predator? Original right? Predator, yes. Okay. Original Predator. Final fight is just, you know, Arnold and the Predator in a jungle... And it's riveting. It's like you understand where everyone is at all times. It's like everything is visually distinct, and you feel this kind of build in the fight. Uh, likewise, in contrast to that, the final fights in Captain Marvel, uh, and I'm not thinking of. I'm thinking of specifically when she's fighting like other characters, not like bigger stuff that happens after. Uh-huh. Um, it's basically like I'm just a mess of shots. You don't really, you can't really tell what's going on in half of the fight scene. It's just you get a sense of what's happening, and there's like a pop song playing to give you like a mood. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, kind of that's, it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I got I tricked by the pop song that played, just because. Was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not against know. the pop song. Like, I, I, that's not no, a diss no, against no. The, the song. But, but I'm just saying that I didn't pick up on any of this because I got like, oh shit, I like the song. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then, well, and and the fight scenes going in in beat with the rhythm of the song too. So yeah. like, it's it's almost like magic yeah. where they're they're distracting you to not pay attention too much to that. But Pete's like. No man, I know how this trick works. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I felt underwhelmed with the fighting, I guess. And uh, to compare it to something that's similar to, uh, or something that's kind of related to Predator, to compare, to compare something to Alien, the design at the start of like some of the the ships that are on the scroll ship yeah. when when Captain Marvel's like running around the scroll ship, uh-huh. and I'm like, it's this dark ship, right? And I'm like. It's it's not that it's dark. That's the problem. Like you go watch Alien, that that ship is dark as shit, but it feels so uh, like. There's so much depth to the image. There's so much like stuff going on. There's so many you know, there's, there's gears everywhere. That it feels you wet. It definitely it's, feels like they're on a set. Yeah, it feels right? like they're on a set. Yeah. It feels like they're on a set, a kind it's, of a bland set. Which, which I, I get what you're saying about the TV production yeah. and stuff is like yeah. because it's it, they're doing it as quick as possible, you know, cheap as possible when they don't have to because they have a budget. Yeah. It, I yeah, I kind of get what you're saying there. Yeah, I'd agree. Like some of like the the Kree stuff and some of the stuff in the beginning wasn't uh like super interesting to look at uh, i kind of disagree though with the fight scene stuff because I, I don't feel like i ever couldn't understand what was going on like i, I mean maybe if i go back and watch it mm. now like mm-hmm. i if i'm looking for it maybe i'd be like okay yeah that was like i'm not saying it's, yeah. i'm not saying it's completely nonsensical i'm not saying it's like transformers from michael bay where you can't tell anything that's <laughs> happening when they're yeah, fighting yeah. but like well, there's definitely I like, always feel it's like too, that, that's 
ahead. I was going to say, there's like, there's like punctuation in the fight scenes that you understand. You understand at the end, end of the hit when she's got a one-liner. You understand this moment here, but there's just like stuff in the middle of the fighting where there's actual like just back and forth where it's like, it's just a mess of things happening. There's not really... It, it definitely it definitely feels like chopped up, especially because of yeah. the switching between characters and stuff. So I, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I, I guess yeah. with the, the design, of the, the ships and stuff that I was talking about, the production design, I guess the way I'd phrase it, and just and not even just production, but just the CG, the 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 Cree world and stuff like that, is I would I I almost get this feeling it's like, well, we have to do like a, an alien world, and we have to do spaceships, but that's not really what we're interested in doing in the movie. We're just doing it because it has to be there, not because we're actually excited yeah. about making a, a, a side the sci-fi side of it. So it's just kind yeah. of here's just like a standard version of what that would be, you know, without much passion. But I mean. I wanted to get my complaints out of the way first, but if I feel like I'm being overly negative, like after this, <laughs> yeah. I don't have a lot so, of bad things to say. But so my my main negative from from the film was I was like at a certain point I was like guys I get it we're in the nineties, like <laughs> the, some of the music choices just were so out there and straight in the face, and I appreciated some of the the comedic things that happened with the nineties setting, but it was mainly the music, and I feel like. Yeah. After Guardians, they kind of wanted to play with the soundtracks, but I really feel like you have to be James Gunn, and and it, it's a tightrope to walk. And I feel like here the directors, the songs they picked was like, almost I felt like sometimes I felt like I was watching a commercial. <laughs> I actually you know? didn't yeah. have as much of a problem with the because uh, obviously yeah. it's it's, very, it's kind of relentless. There's a lot of nineties tracks mm-hmm. that play. Um, I, I think bizarrely because I grew up in the nineties, enough of them were ones that I knew that I had enough nostalgia for that it didn't. It it just kind of worked. But I'm like, okay, I'm hearing "Come as You Are." I'm hearing "Garbage." It only yeah. happens. I'm only happy when it rains. Well, I'm hearing yeah. Whatever. So like the "Come as You Are," I thought worked really well for the scene that it was in. Yeah. And then no doubts, I'm just a girl as well. I yeah. know, but some of them they were just here's another one and here's yeah. another one and I was like, <laughs> all right, guys, let let's let's push pause push pause on the playlist. For a second, and let, let me see what's going I, on here. I I think for me it was it was just enough that it didn't really go over the edge because uh, that actually was something like I was concerned about. Like, yeah, is it just gonna be you know completely over the top, constant uh, '90s jokes? But I mean, maybe it's because uh, uh, you know I'm old enough now that I'm feeling more nostalgic for that time period. Yeah. But most of the stuff you know worked for me, and you know, it, it, but I also feel like it. It wasn't ever like you know too too much, um, but I don't know that that might might just yeah. be like a personal thing at that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There wasn't too many things. There was a joke about a disc loading at one point, and like yeah. you know, the internet being yeah. slow. But it, it it wasn't too bad. If if anything, I'd almost argue it didn't utilize the fact that it was the nineties enough. Like it almost felt like it was it, it didn't matter. Like outside of one or two jokes, it was like this could have been just present day. Obviously, it can't be because it has to be set before everything. But right, the actual time period almost was meaningless to the well, like, overall thing. Like her, her using the map, like the one you talked about earlier, yeah. and she peeks over the edge of it. Like to see a map that big anymore for us, because they're, they're all on our phones. Yeah, you know, like so that was that. I got some laughs out of that one. Yeah, we're walking sat navs um, basically. <laughs> yeah, you know, so. Um, but no, I mean, so for me to say that's like my biggest negative takeaway, I think that's a pretty good sign for the movie. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I had my technical complaints, which I, you know, I went into now. Um, I, I think the other complaint I would be is I do think the script's a little bit messy in places. I think like the villain, which I can't even talk about because it's a bit of a, a swerve, yeah. but 
Uh, I will say, I think the villain, surprise, surprise, in the Marvel movie, the villain's the weakest part. Uh, but it's kind of true again, where it's just, it's kind of just, it's, it's there to serve the, even though I like kind of some stuff that the plot did later on, the actual villain themselves was just kind of like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. Because of this swerve, yeah. I'm not sure which which you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm excited to, to when we get there. Yeah, we get spoilers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I would say that I'd say there's a couple of clunky elements like that, and like I said, I think the first like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, bec- and kind of going along with my, my my complaints about the production design and the design of the sci-fi stuff, it almost felt like the movie itself was uninterested in doing that section. It was almost like mm-hmm. it's here because it has to be, but we're not really that interested in giving you a, a fun like spaceship sort of section where we're just we're yeah. just like get to Earth as quickly as possible, as quickly as possible. But once it gets yeah. to Earth. I pretty much enjoy the rest of it, uh, and obviously yeah. the cat rocks. There's a there's a cat who's a main <laughs> character. Yeah, goose. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm down. I'm down goose with that. Goose is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so. But, uh, yeah. Um, well, it's it's so funny because uh, it's uh, so it's been a while since uh since I, I read the comics, but I, I don't know if you can confirm this, Matt. But isn't the the cat in the comics named Chewy? Yeah. Cat named yeah. Chewy. Which, but it's, it, so it's an just, orange cat. Yeah, it, it's just so weird though because me and Pete just did uh, Critters, which the cat yeah. in that is named Chewy. Yeah, that's actually oh, a really oh. good point. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> um, I think they probably thought, oh, it's kind of weird because we also own Star Wars, so yeah. we didn't want to do that. Uh, but I, some someone pointed out to me too though, it would make sense that a pilot would have a cat named after a top yeah. character. Yeah. So I, I it works Espe- out. Especially well because... since that cat would have been named in the late eighties. Yeah. Yeah. So if if I had one, maybe again, also like, you know, very minor uh, thing, but uh, and it's kind of weird because I'm usually not like, you know, for, you know, having, you know, too much origin stuff and backstory stuff. But I felt like they could have gone a little bit more into some some of her backstory because you you really get like, you know, kind of the some like glimpses of it. But then. Yeah. You know, you discover it, but it's like discovering it in present time. Like, there's not a lot of like actual flashbacks or anything. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I feel like not a huge complaint. In, but no, but I feel like you did inform us enough without. You know, I always say using a scalpel yeah. versus a, a sledgehammer, and I felt like here sure. they they definitely use the scalpel to to show us her character, and it's always who yeah. she's been from the time she right. was a girl. So I appreciated that that it wasn't so overdone. Yeah, yeah, and it's a uh, used really effectively by like that kind of, you know, that like last scene towards the end was yeah. very the, uh, because the I mean the counterpoint to that is that it is almost too simple her character in terms of her backstory in the sense yeah. that she's defined true, basically yeah. by one driving thing and that's it and that's <laughs> that's her character um but I, I guess it's like well do you want to bog yourself doing origin story stuff or do you want to you know do other things instead and uh, at this point it's a difficult decision because it's like well does it feel almost recessive to go back to just a full-on origin movie again that's deep into the mcu yeah well dr strange did that and it's always it's in my lower you know oh yeah and no, no fault of much of the rest of that movie, but it's just like a, an interesting uh, origin story. I, I, you know? I would and, debate that and say it's got nothing to do with it being an origin story. It's just bad. <laughs> but, well, you know, well, that too. Each their own. That's part but, of it. <laughs> yeah. But, I, but, you know. Well, my thing is, I, I don't... Well, I, I think, like, you know, to Matt's point, uh, I actually really don't like the... There's only two Marvel movies that I don't like, and it's Iron Man 2 mm-hmm. and Doctor Strange. And I love Doctor Strange as a character, but I, yeah. I love... I love him in uh, Infinity War, so mm. it's yeah, maybe maybe part of it is yeah, because it's so much origin based and that kind of going through the motion stuff where, uh, 
you know, and there's, obviously there are parts character. of it I, I really enjoy. Like him, him against Dormammu, I thought was really inspired. I do love different that, yeah. Because it didn't that, yeah. feel like it was a paint by numbers. Oh, he's going to beat, um, what's his face? Uh, They're not just going to have a big CGI fight. and. Well, oh, yeah. God, he was Hannibal. Mads Mikkelsen. Yes. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, oh, they're going to have this fight where he's fighting a version of himself. And, you know, it was a little bit different. Oh, God. And, you know, I, and here... I forgot Miles Mikkelsen was even in that movie. They wasted yeah. him. They wasted him, him so hard. Him I, and Mendelssohn even... are getting the double Star Wars Marvel checks yeah. right now. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I couldn't even tell you who that character was. I completely yeah. forgot. Like, I Look remember I. Uh, Dormammu and... Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Wong. Uh, well, not Wong, but the other, uh, the bad guy that was kind of like his rival. Yeah. Yeah. I know the <laughs> but, actor uh, you're talking about, but I don't remember his name. It's, uh, um, it, it begins with a B. It's like Baron Mordo, something like that. <laughs> Baron Mordo. <laughs> Baron Mordo. There you yeah, go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah so so that, I, that's enough to tell you. But then also I've, I've heard this compared to Black Panther where I feel like Black Panther was a little bit better at handling who exactly T'Challa was. And yep. what it meant for him to be Black Panther versus here with with Carol, I still feel like sure she's Captain Marvel in name, but she still has these things to do. Yeah, and I think to because her. of the yeah, and I, I think and this is also something I kind of think is kind of interesting about it is part of the movie is that she's kind of still figuring out who she is because like even once she or what you know once uh, you know she learns stuff, yeah, you know, it's still puts like the puzzle together. Yeah, it's still not like, oh, okay, uh, I'm this completely new person now. It's like you still got stuff to work out and figure out. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, and I feel like that's that's when they, you know, when the movie leaves off with her, you're like, oh, okay, well, cool. Now she's Captain Marvel. Yeah. So, you know, I can't Although, really see I mean, next. correct me if I'm wrong, but the name Captain Marvel is never used, right? Like, that's never actually oh. uttered. So we may I, actually yeah. still have that moment. We may still have the you're Captain yeah. Marvel moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, the little color than she's Burr's. Right, like she's, <laughs> she's adopted that uh, um, personality. It's interesting bringing up Black Panther actually because it's probably the one that you'd compare it to the most. I think you could maybe compare it to Thor, the first Thor, a little bit, and the Fish Out of War yeah. stuff. But I think Black Panther is the one to compare it to in the sense that uh, they're both very culturally relevant movies, and they both have faults. Although I, I think what's funny is I think objectively Black Panther is the better movie overall. I think Black Panther has the better script. And the villain has the more interesting motivation. I think mm-hmm. Captain Marvel also does something with the, the villain story that is interesting uh, that I didn't see coming, which was nice. Um, yeah. And I think it appeals to me a little bit more just because it's more sci-fi and like space stuff and aliens and shit. It's just more my wheelhouse. But yeah. Black Panther is probably objectively the better movie, although it has the weaker third act because the the, the third act in Black Panther is this just CG yeah. fight between two CG characters yeah. and it kind of it falters a bit because yeah. of that. And, and I didn't feel like the final fight here felt like that. Cause I, I, I immediately thought of you. Um, Cause that, that's your, your big takeaway from black Panther mm. is the CG fight. And, and the, the, the final act in, in Captain Marvel, it gets pretty CG, but it never felt like that. Well, it didn't, because in the moment in black Captain Panther. Marvel, we're getting spoilers, of course, but the, the moment yeah. in Captain Marvel is more of a statement about who she is now, as opposed to yeah. having a fight. And I think that's why it right. works, regardless of the, the effects maybe not being perfect. But yeah, um, I just, I, I'm glad both are good. I'm glad yeah. neither of them really stumbled, uh, especially going forward. Because now, like, so I, I said I went to go look for Captain Marvel stuff because I really want a shirt with with her logo on it. And I'm still finding Black Panther merch, you know, <laughs> like 
he's culturally relevant. And I think that's really cool for, especially for comics and, well, and the fans right now. We just heard today that Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel opened to 155 million, uh, and then mm -hmm. you know domestic, and then it's it's already made 450 worldwide. So it's you know it's going to make a shit ton of money it's going to be relevant and you know we, we see like photos of like you know uh you know spider verse and we see young black kids going to see spider verse we see young girls going to see captain marvel and it's like hey maybe like yeah. making movies for everyone all along was maybe a good idea you know yeah. and i know like, those people i know those people upset right now that samuel jackson was <laughs> was shown was shown doing dishes i know that's like so emasculating to some people out there but <laughs> And man, if you're a guy out there of a certain age and never washed a dish, I feel sorry for you. It's like, grow up and take care of yourself. If you're waiting for someone else yeah. to do your cleanup after yourself, you got more problems than, I mean, than flipping Captain Marvel hurting your feelings. I mean, like, just, just although to play devil's advocate, if I was filthy rich, I would pay someone to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I also feel if you're filthy rich, you're not going to be bothered by Samuel Oh, sure. Jackson yes, food. I'm not bothered by it, but I'm just going to say yeah. that I yeah. hate doing dishes. If I could pay someone to do my dishes, I totally would. Yeah. yeah. And like, uh, so. like one, one of the things I really like, uh, you know, with this uh, is, you know, I, I saw this with my wife and afterwards, it's cool that like she was pumped and excited and wanted to know yeah. more about the character and like read some comics. And it's like, yeah, this is cool, and and yeah. you know it's understandable that, yeah, like you know she doesn't have that same reaction when we go see, you know the twelfth Captain America movie or anything. Not that, yeah. you know she doesn't like those movies or anything, but you know it's different, and it's it's cool to see like you know other people, you know get excited about yeah. this stuff. Yeah, I mean, my, I, my my friend, go ahead, Pete. I was gonna say, I mean, it's like the the weird thing is, is like like I can't even relate to that feeling. But the reason why I can't relate to it is because I've never been deprived of of a straight exactly, white dude yeah. i've never been deprived of that in my life so i don't I, I don't know what it feels like to go to a movie and be like oh finally a straight white dude's the hero i can relate to this asshole yeah. like i don't my, know what uh, it feels like my, to, to have that feeling my my uh like she's one of my best friends she's like my sister and she's been to a ton of the marvel movies with us and uh she goes sees all the superhero movies and she went into this one going like yeah it's gonna be cool it's, it's whatever and she left she goes I think I have a new favorite Avenger. Like, Carol's really cool. And she really relates to her because she's this, you know, she's the type that like, don't tell her she's not going to do something. Yeah. You know, I, I learned this. I learned this when we took uh, our nieces to a, to a rock climbing place for like a, a birthday party. And I was like, you're not going to beat me up that wall. And she did. And it wasn't even close. And so I felt like it was cool to see her feel this kinship with, with Carol. And then, Yesterday when we went to the mall, she's, you know, buying a hat and a shirt and, and stuff because she really, yeah. you know, that, that that's her character now. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, 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 we can't not talk about this. I mean, obviously we're going to get to spoilers soon, but we can do this before spoilers, so that's why I'm bringing it up now. Yeah. But yeah. the the insane hatred and reactions of of <laughs> your your internet assholes uh, to this movie, yeah. the, the fact that Rotten Tomatoes finally, I mean, this, this should have always been the case, but Rotten Tomatoes finally realised that they shouldn't let people review movies until after the movie's yeah. been released. I mean, I know that sounds like a strange idea to most people, but, uh, and it says something that, you know, when they did open reviews back up when the movie came out, you know, instantly there was thousands of negative reviews. It was being review bombed uh, left and right. And it's it's just like, you could try all you want, but this is the sixth highest <laughs> grossing opening weekend worldwide of all time. I mean, mm -hmm. you could you can sit and debate if it's deserving I mean, that. Do I think it's the, the sixth best movie of all time? I don't. <laughs> like, I don't. But... Well, no, but that's, 
That's why box office is never the yeah, same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, quality. The you point know. I make is, is that you're not squashing it. You're not. You're not diminishing no. its impact. And it's. It's. It, you know, like. It, and- like. It's not a perfect movie, but like most of the other ones aren't either. Like this, this is better than a lot of the others. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah, I have this and up in my upper third because now, now you, I mean, at twenty-two movies in, you can you can make like quadrants, like, tiers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's it's in my upper third easily. I, and I think that's kind of where I'm at. Like I wouldn't put it in the top tier, but I think it's like upper middle. If that yeah, is, I, I think it's in the middle sense, tier. Like, I, I don't I don't think like. I'd have to sit down and rank them all again. It's getting, it's, you know, this is becoming it's too, every too year. It's like okay, now we've got thirty movies to rank. Hold on, give me a no. minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I definitely. It, it's not quite in my top five, but I also like maybe it's between like six and eleven, like in that that I, section of it. I can see know? that. Yeah, but but I also like have this this weird love of the first Ant Man movie. So I, I'm that's weird. really good. Don't take exactly what I'm saying. Um, no, that's a, that's a great one. I mean, uh, there, the, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was uh, say, the vitriol is hilarious. On yeah, this. It, I just sit back yeah. and laugh. Like, I wanted to get angry, but then when I'm starting to read some of these comments, like, it only made 450 million. <laughs> the boycott worked, and I just have to laugh because it's like, like it's like in Toy Story when he goes, "You're a sad, strange little man." And yeah, it, it, it's the move of the goalpost so that their narrative works. That that's the that's yeah. the thing that makes me laugh. And do you know what's funny actually is that I feel like. The reaction to this, this, this weird, like you know, sexist backlash, is much worse. At least from memory, some people can correct me if I'm wrong in this, but I don't remember the the racist backlash to Black Panther being as extreme as this. Yeah. And it reminds me, it reminds me of a of a tweet that Patton Oswalt uh, made yeah. after Trump got elected. He said, "It turns out America is much more sexist than it is racist, and it's pretty goddamn racist." Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it just made me think of that. I was like, yeah, for some reason, this one is getting a lot more like this, this, this vitriol all over the internet. Yeah. And I don't understand and, why. And, it, and I feel like it has to do with a lot of them that don't like Brie Larson for whatever stupid reason. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But are you that insecure that the lady on TV said something you didn't like that you're yeah. going to go and try to tear something down? And it's like, like pr- prioritize your life, man. Like, yeah. What what I just don't understand is like why do they like it's one thing if you don't like this character or you don't like the movie mm-hmm. you don't want to see it that's fine but I don't understand why people think it's like an attack on them <laughs> like like people act like <laughs> this movie yeah. is like trying to beat them up or something <laughs> yeah I just it's fine if you don't like it off of off of its own merits you're just like yeah it didn't work for me yeah. but I haven't seen too many of those negative reviews. You know, yeah, no. I have just seen the one where oh, I didn't like what she said, and therefore yeah. it's a bad movie. No, I mean, there's definitely there's definitely been negative reviews that are more fair. They're, they're just kind of like taking what I yeah. said and kind of going further with it, and maybe some yeah. of the other things didn't work as well for them. Like it, they do they do exist, but there is so much of this wanting to hate it because it, it's a platform to be angry about. It's a platform to complain and say, "Oh, Brie Larson hates men, so this is all anti male property." And I'm like. The, like this, this is this is a fabrication. This is a fabrication, and like, is it bad that I think like she can hate me all she wants as long as she knows who I am and like would talk to me? Like that's cool. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. I love Brie Larson. Like yeah, she's great. <laughs> but this, yeah. she doesn't hate me. No, this is this is this yeah. is the weird thing. 
Oh, 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 what, what did she say? She said, "Oh, I think the 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 press, the journal, journal shouldn't all be you know middle aged white men. It should because the point she was making is that <laughs> the the people talking about the movie should reflect who the movie's for. And in this case, because it is Makes a female sense. superhero movie for females, yeah. there should be more ladies who are actually in the the conversation about in, it. It makes, yeah, it makes in the sense. age of the internet where there's not like you know fifty newspapers that have to fill this. There's like." So many different news outlets. Mm. I feel like only sending the same type of dude to these press things is doing everyone a disservice. Like, and so yeah, uh, there's there's a, a guy that I, I'm kind of familiar with through wrestling circles named uh, Nick Mundy, and he, he had the best thing to like. Have you ever been to a press junket? Because I'm pretty sure I saw the same guy, like in different rooms. It's weird. <laughs> You know, so he's like, yeah, she's right. Like, let's make this more diverse in that, like, you can get fun, different takes. And it's not all the same. Because that's another problem with the internet is I feel like sometimes there's too much noise of everybody just saying the same thing. Because mm. everyone wants their thing out there. And this this backlash boycott, it's, I feel like they got together and they prepared a script. Because they're, they're always all along the same lines. It feels that way and, sometimes. You know, so, you know, if you're <laughs> not going to like her because that, and, and quit calling her wooden. Because if you think she was wooden after watching her in the movie, you're really only basing it off of the trailers and not the movie itself. Because this is all oh, Matt, that come on. Movie. Are you shocked that the, the, the people making these complaints have mostly not seen the no. movie? <laughs> but I just want to point out, this is a, a, a woman that won an Oscar playing against a kid. You Like, I'm not an actor, but I know that's got to be difficult. You know, like to get a performance out of that. And that's the main person you're reacting with is like, a how old was he at that point? Like six, seven you know? Like, yeah, he was really young. Yeah, like, come on. She's she's not Hayden Christensen. Alright, Tim was taken by scrolls there for a second, and we're back <laughs> now, though. We're back. We're, we're all back. Uh, so I, I guess it's time to get a spoiler. I, I actually have no idea what we were saying before we had to cut off there suddenly, but uh, I think we're wrapping up the, the point about hateful people, and just don't be hateful. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The only thing I hate that, that uh, makes it inconvenient for me is, like, when you when you don't like one of these movies, but then you have to clarify. You're oh, like, sure, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't like this movie, but not because yeah, yeah, yeah. of this actually, reason. Like <laughs> Connor was complaining about that on Twitter actually that um he's not that he isn't that isn't that excited about seeing Captain Marvel, but he he hates the fact that he he has to like specify that no, I don't want to belong to him with those other idiots who are all saying that for yeah. all these bad reasons. <laughs> I just, just don't like Marvel films. I, I just don't like Marvel yeah. movies that much, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it's interesting. Because as soon as you say that, you get like some douchebag like right on, brother, welcome to the fold, and you're like, No, no, <laughs> no, no, I'm not one of you. Get away from me. anyway uh so we're going to spoilers so full spoilers you've been warned full spoilers for captain marvel from this point on so where to begin with this uh well let's start with carol first or do you want to do scrolls first do scrolls let's do the scrolls (laughs) oh we'll get to that fury's eye you worry so so Here's the thing with the scrolls. I'm not that familiar, you know. Like I know that they're primarily they were associated with Fantastic Four and and all this other stuff. And the most I've ever read them was for Secret Invasion, right? So where where they infiltrate all the superheroes, and now you don't know who's a scroll and who can you trust. And when I heard the scrolls were involved with this movie, I thought, oh, maybe we're sowing the seeds for for post Endgame will be Secret Invasion. And then Captain Marvel happens, and I was like, "Oh no, that's not the case at all." No, they, the scrolls are not what I thought they were. No, they they went. Um, I would actually almost compare it to a Star Trek kind of plot in the sense yeah. that 
they went with this idea that the third time you brought up Star Trek today. <laughs> it is, but that, this is actually this is the only one that's actually like I think relevant because it relevant? feels <laughs> it, it feels Star Trek in the sense that like you know because often in Star Trek they'll go to a planet this this race will seem scary or evil or whatever and then it'll turn out no they're actually just you know like they aren't the bad guys right it's this kind of realization and that's what this kind of movie is is that ultimately uh captain marvel finds out that no the kree are the bad guys they've been exterminating this this race of beings and the the the, the, the bad i mean the, sure he's done some bad stuff he has hurt some people but he's because he even says himself at one point his hands aren't clean in this war but yeah. he he's looking for his family you know because ultimately they find this this hidden because the, the MacGuffin they're looking for this power core which turns out to be the uh the the cosmic cube Tesseract. The Tesseract. The Tesseract. Yeah. Yeah, which, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah, so I also went through and, and read after the movie about the Kree Scroll War, because I had no idea about this. Yeah. And in, in the like little footnote sections, they talk about how the scrolls created the first cosmic cube. So I thought that was a fun little, you know, Easter egg to that. Yeah. Like that that's what was fueling this entire thing. Yeah, because I mean if you go back to early Marvel movies, like, you know, Fury and Shield had that cube. They had yeah. that. Uh, before anything else happens, so it makes sense that they ended up with it I, at the end of this movie. Yeah, I, uh, I so I didn't know much about the movie going in. Like, you know, like obviously I knew like about the character, but I didn't really know mm-hmm. what the movie was going to do and who the bad guys were. And I remember hearing stuff about the scrolls, but I was surprised that they're bringing like the Kree Scroll War into it. And I wonder yeah. if. Uh, if it is something that they might go into more in depth later, because that is a big, uh, you know, Avengers storyline. Um, yeah. So I, I don't it, know if. So I, I read the wiki article on it, and it is it's very of its time in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if, if they do choose to go that way, I feel like they can. Like here was the best way to do it because they they cut out yeah. a lot of the the fluff and, mm-hmm. and and I like what they did too because, you know, coming into this, I was like, oh yeah, the Kree, they're they're cool, and in in the the trailer, she's like, yeah, we're we're noble warriors, heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then. I thought back to every time I've seen the Kree in the MCU. Yeah, between between Ronan, who's in this movie as well, uh, yeah. from Guardians, and then from the Kree we've seen in Age of the Shield, uh, I was glad that eventually the big blue bastards did show up, and I was like, yeah, these are the Kree that I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are the Kree yeah. that I understand. Uh, but no, I, 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 I did genuinely really like the swerve that this was not about fighting the Skrulls. This was about ultimately, yeah. no, the Skrulls aren't the bad guys. We actually want to help them. They're... Yeah, they're, they're refugees looking yeah. for a place to call their own. And yeah. I really like that because they can fit in to anywhere, right? Because they can shape change, yeah. you know? And and yet still the Kree are coming after them. So it's really not about the scrolls being different. They just don't want them there because they're not Kree. And I thought that was a really, like, like a, a powerful message for, for Captain Marvel to stand against. You know, like, well, no, they, they I'm going to help these people. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it... It, it definitely works, and uh, I like that they were sympathetic and, and you know, kind of like what Pete mentioned earlier. I do like that they're not, like, completely innocent, though. Like, the guy does mention, like, hey, you know, I got blood on my hands, too, but at this point, I kind of just went out. Like, I like that mm-hmm. idea of, like, yeah, war is a messy thing, and uh, but, you know, there are, you know, <laughs> like, people that get caught in it and then, you know, yeah. just went out. And, uh, and I also like... Um, Actually, one thing that like I was like a little worried about um, going in is like if uh, you know if, if it was gonna be very like pro uh, like you know since uh, Captain Marvel is in like the 
you know, Air Force and stuff. I didn't. And right. I think like the Air Force actually like, uh, uh, I don't know, like uh, like paid for some of this movie or something. Yeah. So uh, so she went. I was reading Brie Larson came out here to Nellis Air Force Base to yeah. meet with like the Thunderbirds and different Air Force, and they gave it a seal of approval. Like this has it's, just like Top Gun did. So, yeah. mm. which is really so, cool. But I, I hear what you're saying. You didn't know if it was gonna be this like, I, yeah, war is cool, right? Yeah, like, like I, yeah, like yeah. obviously I don't want to discourage anyone in yeah. you know the Air Force or anything. But I didn't. No. I was worried there might be like some like propaganda or something yeah. to it. Yeah. Or, if if anything, I, it actually kind of like because one of the points to bring up is that when they were because obviously before she left and went to you know the accident happened, she went to the, the Cree homeworld. She. They mentioned that you know they, they weren't allowed to fight in combat. Like they 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 were yeah. test pilots for this these these special crafts yeah. because they weren't at that time women weren't allowed to fight in combat and in planes. So mm-hmm. you know it, it it doesn't shy away from the the negative aspects well, of which, it. Which yeah, that that was an aspect of Kelly Sue's initial run because there's this whole side story of Carol that involves time travel and she meets her oh, mentor yeah. who I I feel like Annette Benning was based off of and I, I'm drawing a blank so. on her name, uh, yeah. but that was her whole story that she was this awesome pilot but she couldn't fly in, in wars. So she made a deal with like NASA and everything to be like test pilots for space. And then they try to take that away. And so this mentor of hers, you know, ends up being this, this icon for women pilots. And that's who um, Carol really looks up to. So that's what I was talking about when I was really surprised. That's where this went was, yeah, it's, it's not a hundred percent in line with the story, but the spirit of it's still there. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, and, and I like at the end of the day, like Carol is someone who she'll do what's right as opposed to, you know, what she's told or, yeah. you know, or she's basically ultimately sides with good as opposed to like whoever she's yeah. you know, working for. Because when you find out when when she was brought to the Cree uh, homeworld and they're gonna they're gonna exploit her for her powers and put mm-hmm. her on this this group with with Jude Law, which his name's Jan Rog, I think. Yeah, Jan Rog. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. such a weird name. <laughs> um, I'm surprised I remembered it, but like that was that whole thing about like doing a right versus following orders. Yeah, you know, and uh, and and Digimon uh, Hansu is he playing the same character he was in in Guardians? Guardians? Oh yeah, I would assume Korath, so. I think yeah, yeah, Korath, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, I thought that was a nice little touch because like yeah, mm-hmm. I, I didn't like uh, when I first saw him, I was like, that looks familiar. Is that the guy from yeah. like Guardians? And then I was like, oh okay, this is cool. Like yeah. yeah. But for those that don't know, he's the one that goes uh, to to Star Lord, the Who. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, he's the Who guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but but I like that. I like seeing all of these. Like, like you keep bringing up Predator, and I felt like this was that <laughs> squad of 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 the Kree. Like each of them had, especially like you had the sniper, and then the the you know the the sword guy that was Korath, and it was this fun little thing. And then it goes sideways, and you're like, oh man, maybe these guys aren't good guys yeah and i think there's yeah. some some thematic things going on in here like the idea that the whole time she's actually more powerful than she knows but they're, they're, she's being dampened by the kree and yeah i think that the, the obvious symbolism there is the idea of women being kept down and not being allowed yep. to reach their full potential because they're held back by the system this is literally the kree are you know nullifying her power actually holding her down. yeah i like uh, i i mean you know i, I don't know if you know, uh, some people might not like it, like if it's too socially relevant. But I like that basically, the bad guy is just this dude that's like gaslighting her the whole movie. Yeah, like yeah. You know, he he just constantly is telling her like, "Oh, you're not as good as me," and like, "Ah, you'll never." Yeah. Even though she is obviously better, and I I like that it basically ends with him just you know being like, 
all right, you have to fight me, but on my terms. Like, yeah. you know, you have to let me decide. Well, it, it remembers the start of the movie, because the, the start of the yeah. movie is a training sequence with them, and it's like, she kind of wins, but she only wins by Don't. using her photon blast. And right, then yeah. he's like, no, nah, you never beat me just on your own merits. And at the end of the movie, after everyone's been down, he's already lost, but he's like, no, nah, fight me one-on-one, like, properly, and see if you can actually win. And yeah. I, I kind of called it was going to be the ending moment. Like, you know, it was, oh. was kind of building up to it. My favorite moment of the movie, I yeah. feel, because I was like, I leaned over to Ash and I was like, she's going to indie him. And she goes, what do you mean? I go, just watch. Yeah. And when she did it, I like, big fist pump. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And she walks over. Girl's my kind of Yeah. And she, and she walks over and says, I have nothing to prove to you. And I'm like, yeah, that's the, that's yeah. the point of the movie, right? There you go. That's There it is right there. Um, yeah. But like, no, like, I think it works its social themes into the film pretty effortlessly. I, I, yeah. I think it's not necessarily always subtle, but... Um, I, I think my problems with the villain aren't necessarily so the, the themes that are coming from. It's just him as a character himself is just kind of dull, and he's just you know he kind of leaves the movie for a while, and then he comes back when it's relevant at the end. Yeah. It's just so, kinda, so you're definitely talking about Jude Law. Yeah, Jude Law. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I just I don't want to spoil the whole scroll thing because yeah. I brought it. Mendelssohn was the villain, and yeah. I just I loved his performance, just especially as you find out like he's doing this all for his family, and and he's just kind of this this I don't want to call him middle management, but like. Mm. <laughs> when when the science guy messes something up, he goes, "Come on, man, you're our science guy." You know, like it's it's weird that that the the green skinned lizard guy is far more relatable than Jude Law, right? Yeah. Oh, so, but he is. Yeah, yeah, he actually is. Um, and that that goes back again to using aliens and sci fi as as you know yeah. as analogies for real things, and um, yeah. so no, it, it works really well and. Uh, she has great chemistry with her best friend and obviously little Monica, uh, the, the daughter. Uh, she kind of idolizes her, which will, I'm, I'm sure will work out really well when we come back to present day and future movies. Uh, which I really hope. Like my one worry is, is that the next one will actually be set like between this and Infinity War. Like it'll be. I I hope not. I hope they yeah. just take the momentum of her being with the Avengers. Yeah, yeah I, I want to present because, day. Yeah, because well, we know that a lot of those Avenger guys, as as far as we know right now are done with with endgame whether their characters survive the movie or not and because oh, there's wrong, gonna Matt. be openings yeah i ex- i expect that she'll still be there for future avenger movies like she'll be one of the yeah. main characters but i'm worried that the solo movies will be like no nah, let's keep them as like period pieces almost but now the next yeah. one will be in space because it's all just like scroll and crease stuff and well that yeah. might be fine i just i don't know i want her in present day <laughs> yeah me too yeah, yeah. i want to plan out those um, so there is when when the last trailer came out, there was all of this talk about there's these big spaces in in the lineup um, and stuff. Do we think that she's there in those now? So it looks like a character was digitally removed. From... Do we think it's her? Oh sure. Wait, what? Um, for what? What? What is this? For, so, <laughs> so, 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 right, so Timmy, remember how in the yeah. trailers for Infinity War they tricked us by putting in Hulk when Hulk wasn't actually there oh, and okay, scenes, okay, yeah. right? So people are thinking that there's some shots in the latest Endgame yeah. trailer where they've digitally removed a character or two. Um, huh. Okay. Probably being well, uh, her. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that definitely right. now with with how this ended and whatnot. Like, yeah. I definitely think that that's and that's good. I'm glad that they don't want to spoil things. Yeah. You yeah. know. Uh, oh please yeah that that first end game trailer was was like perfect like i feel like it just like it it barely showed you anything like i was really happy about that honestly even after even after two trailers and a mid-credit scene in this which is i think is just a scene from end game like like 
I still feel like they they are holding it so close to the chest, like they really are. Yeah. And the movie's out next month. Like it's it's yeah. literally out next month. I forget. Well, I, I'm glad. <laughs> I remember uh, the dude that plays Kylo. I always draw a blank. That if it was up to him, Star Wars wouldn't have trailers. Yeah. Because like you kind of know what you're yeah. in for. And yeah. I, I like that, and I feel like they kind of they've taken this approach as of late with their bigger movies, like Endgame, yeah. and like like we don't even know the title of the next Star Wars movie, let alone yeah, the, have a trailer. So uh, a, the Star Wars trailer should just have someone from the movie just walking like <laughs> into the screen and looking at you and saying Star Wars, and then a date. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, that, that's all you need. <laughs> but. Um, uh, I want to talk about uh, Ronan because he's a. Oh, yeah. I get that he's kind of like this this nothing of a villain, but there's something about him in the first Guardians that I'm just drawn to. Um, and well, Matt, if you if you know because you're asking for some reading recommendations yeah. earlier, if so, it, it yeah. seems like everyone was pointing towards Annihilation. If you yeah. do uh, go for that, Ronan is a, a bigger character. In that. Okay. There's just something about him being like this fanatic, like mm. religious guy that he's right because you know, and so when he showed up here and you find out that the accusers are are basically this division of world bombers that just come oh, yeah. and drop bombs yeah. endlessly, it, it it tied that back to to Guardians in the way like he's really never had to get his hands dirty. He just kind yeah. of stands up from you know in his ship. It drops bombs, they win, and then he leaves. So I, I felt like even the small amount he's in this movie, I felt it did his character a little bit more. It's, it's, and maybe I'm just rationalizing. It's interesting to me yeah. how we're slowly building like parts of the the cosmic side where now mm-hmm. we we've had two movies where Kree have showed up, where where yeah. like the idea of of the the Nova Corps that's been established. We we have these different things now between Guardians, between Thor Ragnarok, and between this. Where we've set up these parts of the of the universe, yeah. where yeah, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if like the next big thing they build to is something like Annihilation or something, yeah. you know. That'd be dope. So it, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Um, you know, I, I want to. So actually, just to, since you bring up Ronan, I want to bring up the final yeah. kind of big climatic thing. Yeah. Uh, so she she takes off the thing, the the, the inhibitor in the back of her neck, yeah. and mm-hmm. at that point on, I love that the the team of Cree don't have a chance they're all screwed because <laughs> she basically just unlocks superman level powers and it's like yeah. you're, you're nothing now you're nothing and she you know she goes to them and this is when you know ronan shows up he's got the big ship and he launches all these missiles uh at earth and carol just starts flying through the air and going through them and she ends up like going through an entire ship and blowing it up and it's the whole thing yeah. and then ronan it actually joe it reminded me of a little bit this felt like a just Whedon joke to me i don't know if uh-huh. this was just me but he basically goes uh Everyone, just let's just go. <laughs> Turn around. Yeah. What's the new jump gate? Let's the, just go. Yeah. The, the, the other Cree, like when when uh, I think really Rowan turns to the other Cree guy and he just has this kind of like wide eyed expression. That was really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. So it's like, oh, you you had no idea what you were even dealing with here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk. Because I, I, okay, so there's two things that happen. Sort of, I call them prequel things, right? Yeah. Uh, one is how Fury loses his eye. Which I know some of the mm-hmm. internet's not happy about, and then the other one is how the name Avenger becomes a thing, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so here's the, I I have been very vocal in the past about how I don't like prequels and some of the prequel shit mm-hmm. they pull, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I I I've not seen the movie, but I like to make fun of Han Solo's uh, name uh, origin. That that I'm gonna say it right now. That is the worst part of that movie. I can That's believe the worst it. thing about that movie. I can believe so, it. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So. 
so he actually so he he bonds with a cat right who turns out to be a flerkin yeah. but it's a cat most of the time uh, it's, it's, just, it's this alien cthulhu face looking yeah. thing yeah. that hides in the body of a cat and yeah i love like of... when he the second yeah. time he tries to use it as a weapon and he's just kind of holding it up yeah. like Come on. <laughs> do your thing, do your thing. Uh, it reminds me, I will say the one problem I had with that, that joke where he, he, the first time he did it and like, like got all those like soldiers like by itself yeah. with, the, with the tentacles, I thought mm-hmm. that was funny, but it was basically the exact same joke as the first Guardians when Groot did the big uh, arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was the same joke, I thought. Uh, Mine didn't pick, but you know, it's, 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 yeah. it's popped in my head. Uh, so you've got the cat. I, I love the stuff with the cat. I love when they actually first went into like uh, when the cat stole away on the on the little uh, plane that they stole from the the, the the shield base or whatever it was, and it's and yeah. it's stuck. Yeah. And the cat's just in the back, accelerating. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then later on, when they go into space and it's in zero g, and the cat's just kind of like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, cat's great. Yeah. Uh, but I like the cat. But so the, so the cat scratches his eye, and he's like, "Oh, it's just a scratch. It'll be fine." And the joke all movies that the scrolls are like, "No, get that creature away from me. That's a dangerous creature." It, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, Fury's like, "Oh, I'll be fine. It's fine." But of course, we see later on that he's getting like you know fake eyeballs, and Coulson's like giving him stuff. But he's he's right he's writing up. So that's how that's how he lost his eye. It was was the cat. And Marvel likes to subvert I, things. I know some people have complained that he said in Winter Soldier he got the eye by not trusting someone. Yeah, he trusted the cat, and that's why you don't trust cats. You, your you could argue it that way. I would argue it. Like, remember how in Avengers, when he lied to the team about Coulson's yeah. cards and where they were to motivate them? Yeah. I, I, I think it's perfectly in his character that in Winter Soldier, he said yeah. that to motivate the other character. Well, yeah. so, also, so I kind of. Go ahead, Tim. Oh, uh, well, you know, when uh, 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 Coulson says, like, oh, it, is it true that you lost your eye to the Kree under torture? And, like, yeah, yeah he just kind of smiles. He's like, I can neither confirm or yeah. deny that. Like, I, yeah. I feel like that's what it's like more. Yeah. Of, you know, like, he's having fun he with does, it. He's not being meta. He's a spy. <laughs> he lies for a living. Yeah. yeah. Like, and so, like, was it underwhelming? A little bit. But then when you go back and think about it, like, it was a kitty cat that took out the most badass spy's eye, and that's why he. Has this cool eye patch now? Yeah, this it's fine. Like I mean, it's fine. It's yeah. I, I thought it was funny and yeah, um, <laughs> whatever. It, and the thing is, it's not like uh, it, I think it would be one thing if it's like every movie you know sets up like oh there's a big backstory to his eye, but it's like it's not anything I like. I literally never thought about it yeah. <laughs> before, yeah. so it's like totally fine. <laughs> yeah. So then the other thing is, is he's sitting there at a computer and he's got like a document. He's, he's going to propose that they need to build like a team and find other people that are special and it's obviously the origin of the Avengers. And it, I, I think we always figured that this movie would lead to his idea to build the Avengers. Like Carl was the yeah. first ever superhuman that he met. And he's got, it says like the protector initiative or something like that at the top. <laughs> and he's like, he starts looking through photos from the file for Carol and he sees her plane and her, her call sign on the plane was Carol uh, Avenger uh, mm-hmm. Danvers, and you know the the Avengers team starts kind of like then and then and then and you know the strings start coming in as he like you know types it in and it's like the Avenger initiative. And here's the thing, I, I if you told me about this beforehand, I probably would have said I'll I'll probably not like this. I have to admit, it oddly kind of worked for me. I kind of had yeah. a I had a grin in my yeah. face as the music started playing as he typed it in. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I thought it was totally fine. I didn't like. I, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I'm usually not big on prequel stuff and it usually seems like unnecessary but yeah, yeah th- this was fine i think i think the reason why it worked for me is because i always expected that carol was going to inspire the creation of the avengers so mm-hmm. the fact that the name came from her call mm-hmm. sign is like 
that's fine. <laughs> like it doesn't. Yeah. You know, it's, just, it's, it's the same element essentially. It's just yeah. another little so, detail. And, and and I feel like Top Gun has done this thing where they think that all call signs are like these super cool nicknames. But I I've seen some pilots that have really like just silly ones. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what they call each other. And uh, I was just was looking up while you were talking about that. In the comics, her call sign was Cheeseburger. So <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it being Avenger. And yeah. also, an Avenger was a type of plane through World War Two. Yeah. So, you know, again, I think it's cool. Like, I mean, uh, maybe it's because I, you know, I haven't ate lunch yet. But I mean, it, the cheeseburger yeah. initiative does, does sound great. Does sound great. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Um, so sit on that. That's gonna be our restaurant. The final, post, the final post credit sequence. I just want to mention here before we talk about other stuff. Uh, I think all three of us owning cats probably relate to the sound of a cat throwing up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because of course the cat did eat the the cosmic cube at one point. So the final post credit yeah. scene is the cat coughing up like a furball. Uh, yeah. Delightful. <laughs> uh, so let's go back. We haven't really talked about uh, like the whole buddy cop adventure, really. No. You know, uh, mm-hmm. real arson landing shooting. The, I I, I kind of love the video store. I was like the true eye standy. I was noticing uh, other videos in the background. Like Last Action Hero was she, one of them. Yeah, she picks up uh, the right stuff. Yeah, about yeah. Uh, astronaut training. Yeah, and, and whatnot, which, which was cool. Uh, funny enough, I had one of those True Lies stand-ups. My dad won it from our local video store. <laughs> so when I saw that, I was like, "Oh wow, it is 1995." Yeah, like you know. Yeah, um, I, I thought the fish out of water stuff for the most part was fun. Like it didn't overdo it. Yeah. I don't think it was just kind of there a little bit. Um, yeah, her and her and Sam Jackson work really well together. Like they yeah. they had this whole bit at the Oscars where they they seemed like they were ad libbing things mm. and just. This is like I, you think their third movie together, so. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah, that's what I. Mean. I, I love the uh, I love the scene you know where they're meeting up in the bar and you know trying to make sure they're not scrolls and he's like all right prove to me you're not a scroll and then she just like blasts the the jukebox and he's like how does that prove you're not a scroll? Yeah, you're not a scroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and she's like oh, a scroll can't do that. I'm like but how do I know that? <laughs> Which I, I had the same reaction as Fury. Yeah. I said the same thing. I was like are even, are, yeah. We, we, we don't know that. Or even that final little joke she had where she's like, oh, now tell me something so weird that it has to be true and a scroll would never think yeah. of it. He's like, oh, if toast is cut diagonally, I can't eat it. And he's like, you didn't need that, did you? Like, no, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> like, hey, again, that's that's part of her, that, that deadpan, like, yeah. and even Lefty yeah. there, like, she has it. Like, she also, has this charm to her. As someone who is a huge fan of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and who loves Coulson, Coulson being the hero and letting them go, you know, because when the, 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 the scrolls have infiltrated nice. and they're yeah. calling the shots at S.H.I.E.L.D., um, like you know, Coulson like makes the choice to not capture them. He lets them go, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, Coulson, damn it!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but, but, I, yeah. There we go. Oh, there you go, Tim. I love how we stopped to let him speak, and he just paused <laughs> yeah. and started laughing at himself. Uh, so we know yeah. this is not a scroll. So that's something 100 percent Timmy would do. Yeah, <laughs> that's a ten moment. Uh, I the, the, I was gonna say something, but I I honestly I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the, the buddy cop stuff. They they were really good together. Um, and and I like her piecing back together her her former life beforehand, yeah. and her getting those flashes of of being told she can't do stuff because she's a yeah. girl. I you I, know I I do think, and I I like the moment. Um, 
uh, where all those flashes at the end when she's like standing back up, where she remembers that yeah. she she can stand up, but it, it cuts between hers like various ages standing because we've seen yep. like her fall off the rope at the training ground like multiple times, yep. but we see her stand up and it goes from her and as a kid in the little go kart to you know all these yep. different accidents where she's all got hurt and every single time she stands back up and the way it was yep. cut between that I shut you not I'm not just doing this but it reminded me of a of a montage from the final episode of the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer. Uh, where all all the all the slayers are activated, and it's like you know, it's Buffy's, yeah. Buffy's giving this speech about all the girls, uh, and like there's a girl on the baseball, you know, hitting the ball, like you know, like it reminded That's me funny. of that moment. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I, I like yeah. that. But I, I think it's what... definitely a great scene. It was like maybe uh, you know it's probably like a little uh, saccharine maybe, but yeah. I. I've... But yeah, I'm I was so into it at that point that it yeah you know you do kind of if I, if I have a complaint you know, on that stuff or whatever, I, I would probably say that. I wish there was maybe just some more flash. Kind of like you were saying about expanding the the backstory a bit. More flashbacks with her and Maria, just so that when she actually was reunited with Maria, it had more of an emotional impact. Uh, yeah. Because it worked really well. They had good chemistry, but it didn't have the emotional hit that it, it maybe yeah. would have otherwise. But speaking of hits, though, I do love <laughs> seeing her fight uh, an old lady. <laughs> oh yes, that was hilarious. Yes. In fact, going back, I said one of my favorite things of Real Arsenal's performance is actually the, yeah. the build up to that scene where she's walking down the train. And she's just sort of like eyeing everyone up, and she's got this kind of like, yeah. I know it's one of you, and she's just looking yeah. around at them. Uh, and obviously, that's where the Stan Lee cameo hits. Uh, he's yeah, reading the script from really All good. Rats because yeah. uh, he was in that movie. Um, I was yeah. not prepared for the Marvel logo at the start being yeah. nothing but Stan Lee cameos. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was real sweet. Yeah, so that 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 hit me right in the gut. Um, also, um, so Stan Lee exists in this universe because he's in Mall Rats. Cause yes. He's reading the Mall Rats script. That's true. So. Yeah. <laughs> Who did he create then? Uh, Batman <laughs> and Superman. Huh? Batman and Superman. I guess that works. And in, inside the Marvel Universe, it's... Stan Lee created the DC yeah. Universe. That's my stance. That's what I'm well, going Well, I can say he, he created the Squadron Supreme then, because they're just, uh, the, <laughs> you know. But they uh, do they do have those uh those DC comics. Just imagine if Stan Lee yeah. <laughs> created yeah, Batman. Yeah, we, we've talked about those. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the Batman one, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, for as much as I've nitpicked out, as much as I have critiques, I did mostly have fun. I think it's it's better than a lot of the Phase One movies. It's better than this. Damn sure, better than Doctor Strange uh, and a couple of others. Uh, But it's it's not in like the the top tier for me. Where it's like next day, Winter Soldier, Avengers, the First Guardians, uh, Homecoming. uh, You know, it's not in that tier. Oh, Infinity War as well. There's another one to throw in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Is, is there anything else we've not talked about that we should talk about? Um, just the the post credit where we got oh, that mid, scene from the mid credit, yeah, Endgame. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, and I love how it, it's a wraparound shot, and she just shows up behind them. Yeah. And because because they're activating the the pager uh, that. Uh, Fury left. Yeah, it seems, it seems yeah. like they found it where Fury disappeared, yep. and they've been like boosting yep. the signal, hoping that whoever was going yep. to answer it would answer it. Mm-hmm. And she just shows up behind them. So, it's like, all right. So now, do we think like with with her powers fully unlocked now? Because at the end of the movie, she ends up leaving with the scrolls to help them find yeah someplace new, and so that's where she's been in between while all this has been going on. I, I wonder, um, like, has she actually been gone for like twenty plus years, or is it more of a like a timey wimey thing where she's. As, as interstellar yeah. has taught us yeah as interstellar has taught us yes um but like I'm, I'm wondering if um because she got her powers from the tesseract which becomes the space stone right that mm. she has like teleportation kind of 
stuff, and that's how she was able just to maybe. to blink in. Um, yeah. Can she teleport yeah, in just, the comics? I don't think she can. I don't think so. Yeah. But like, I don't know how else. Like. Yeah, I don't know how else to explain her just appearing. You know. Well, she, like, didn't, uh, she didn't teleport. She uh, think of it as Batman, Matt. She Batmaned into the scene. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, there's a big plot of the the movie where they're trying to unlock um, what light speed yeah. travel. Yeah. So I mean, maybe I, I don't know. That you could, could probably say, yeah, if if they figure it out, and then so because it seems like they've been doing the signal for a while, <clears throat> and it probably took them time to, you know, track it down. So let's say yeah. if it's uh. Yeah, yeah I'm, this I'm, is over I'm, the course of a couple of weeks or something. Yeah, I'm thinking she actually got the message when Fury sent it at the end of yeah. Infinity War. And, She's been on her way back. Yeah. But I'm just saying, her showing up in the compound where they are, you know, completely, like like you said, like Batman. Oh, know, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, uh, I don't know. I'm Batman. <laughs> but I thought it was really good. I mean, Ashley was excited to see Chris Evans show up in the movie so. of course of course no, you, no complaints from her i saw people saying oh they want a moment in the, the movie where it's like captain captain you know between uh, you know captain america and captain marvel but i'm like unless she got that name when she was away i don't think we can have that moment yet because she's not actually yeah. like I, I almost wonder if she'll get it from him like he'll kind of like you know well, like, call her a captain as well so i don't know i'm just thinking in, in kelly sue's first issue captain america shows up and they team up and she goes you know technically i outrank you because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a corporal and it makes for a fun so i'd like i would prefer a scene like that yeah where she actually does outrank him but it's just it's his name now you know yeah uh that'd be fun but yeah it's i have a newfound appreciation for this character i'm i'm gonna keep chucking him through the kelly sue run i i I started the kelly thompson run i haven't read the second issue yet yeah i i do i I do want to uh go back and read that kelly sue run i've been enjoying the kelly thompson one i mean kelly thompson one's very specific and different uh it's it's doing this sort of weird like bubble where it's like a post-apocalyptic part of the city yeah. and she's like bandied with other you know uh, superheroes to yeah. like try and take things down uh it's, it's got kind of a a mad max kind of feel to it it's kind of interesting but it's cool it's, it's, but yeah it's cool. so I, I definitely like this is a character i want to see more of i definitely enjoyed brie larson in that role i think she's 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 fit into it and it seems like she loves to be carol now she yeah last night she showed up at a theater um, oh, I saw that, <laughs> and, yeah. and surprise, yeah. surprise the the audience, and mm. just with this, with with the same Carol charms, like yeah. So I heard that I was on the popcorn and, and cups, and <laughs> had to come check it out for myself, you know. Nice. And and yeah, so and, and I like when when characters like when characters when when actors just you can tell they enjoy playing the character, like like yeah. Gal Gadot, which is really enjoy oh, yeah. being Wonder Woman because yeah. because Bree's probably gonna be tied to this character for a decade yes. now. So, yeah. you know, yeah. so, so she better enjoy it because it's going to be going for a while. Uh, especially yeah. with that opening weekend. Jeez. Uh, yeah. So, Pete, nah. what are you talking about? It only made $450 million. And only, right? <laughs> only. All those boycotts worked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's delightful. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I guess we're left at rating it. Uh, yeah. Rating out of the 10s. Uh, uh, Timmy, what are you rating Captain Marvel? Uh, I really liked it. I think I'm going to be... No, you know, I'll, I'll go a... Um, I'll, I'll actually will go a full 8. I, I was thinking maybe a 7.5 be a little trepidatious because mm. sometimes, you know, I like to give a movie a second watch before I finalize going that high. But you know what? I, I can't deny uh, that I didn't have a lot of fun. And... Uh, 
yeah, like, like we're talking about, you know, I just, uh, you know, I really like the character. I felt like they did her justice. Uh, and there's a few nitpicks here and there, but overall, yeah, really good time. So, I'll, yeah, I'll give it an eight. Matt? Yeah, so I'm, coming into this, I thought it was going to be more of an, of an eight, but talking about it has, has kind of made me realign it. So I'm going to go just a half point above that and make it an eight five. Because nice. if it's the only thing that I can really complain about is the over overdone 90s stuff and yeah. the origin material, it's still a pretty good movie. Definitely. <laughs> Um, I guess I'm going to be the negative Nancy of the group. Um, <laughs> just because, like, like you know, I, I, you know, I had my my technical falls. I think the first act's definitely mm-hmm. the dullest. Um, some clunkiness in the script. There's definitely faults throughout. Uh, but I did have a lot of fun. I made me like the character. I like her chemistry with almost everyone else. Um, I like what they did with the scrolls. So I mean, for me, I think you know, and I like the ult- you know the, the ultimate fail moments between the you know the making Ronan and run away with his tail between his legs, and then the fail mm-hmm. moment with Jude Law's character. Uh, I love those payoffs. Like I was, I was, you know, I was fist pumping for those moments. So mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna give it a solid seven. I think it's good, uh, but I, I can't, I can't go up to great or anything like that. Uh, and I'm really fascinated by what is a Captain Marvel two where she has a because you know she's not flying the whole. Yeah. She doesn't learn to fly until the last fight of the movie. Yeah, you know. So mm-hmm. what is a movie with her with all those powers like throughout the whole thing? Uh, yeah. I, I am fascinated by that. So. Uh, looking forward to that. And you know, I might give Marvel credit in a way here because I feel like they're at this weird disadvantage compared to DC where they didn't mm-hmm. have their Wonder Woman because they have a lot of great female characters, but a mm-hmm. lot of them I would say are in the yeah. X Men, right? I, I feel like all the all the female characters I, I think I love from Marvel. Bar- yeah, barring, I'm, I'm, I'm running through them and it seems like, yeah. You know, I think. I, I think there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot in the X Men. There's also a lot that are kind of like the female version of a male hero like spider yeah. woman yeah, or, yeah you know that kind of stuff too but they didn't have it, that i feel like it's harder to do in a movie <laughs> because i feel like the trinity and and uh marvel and obviously spider-man's a bigger character but the trinity as far as avengers goes is yeah. thor cap and iron man right um yeah. it didn't have the natural so I, I i think that they have in like what seven years built carol danvers up to a point where she's yeah. at that level and she's got the movie yeah. now, and it feels like she... It doesn't feel like it's, it's it's forced to me. It feels like, no, she actually has kind of like taken that place as one of the big characters, one of the A-listers yeah, from Marvel. Yeah, she's, she's a big player in Jason Aaron's Avengers right now. Yep. She's a big member on the team. Um, and I'm trying to think, like, she was even... Uh, in Civil War Two, which I checked out of, but mm-hmm. she was the the opposing side. Yeah, I've, I've heard that, that was, in, she in was that really one. poorly written in that, though. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not the best light. Um, yeah, and, uh, right now I'm actually reading uh, the Ultimates, the like uh, uh-huh. kind of you know after like Secret War stuff with uh, Al Ewing, uh-huh. which is really good, and she's like you know a big prominent person in that oh, too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I want to go back and read the, the Kelly Sue stuff. I've got so much to catch up on for for elsewhere though right now. I have to read, yeah. catch up on mm-hmm. Jason Aaron's Thor. Uh, so my, my recreational reading just for War of the I, coming up. just because I want to <laughs> yeah. read something is is keeps getting pushed back. But no. here we are. She was part of. She was up in Alpha Flight, right? Because I think she showed up in Immortal Hulk. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they because yeah, yeah. they became Gamma Flight, right? <laughs> in Immortal yeah. Hulk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just thinking of, of I've had so much Carol over the past like nine months and didn't even realize mm. it from from her popping up in in smaller books yep. that I've been reading. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and honestly, you know, give me Captain Marvel two, put her in the Avengers, and uh, you know, I think they've already said they want to do Miss Marvel. So yeah, do Miss Marvel. Yeah. Oh, nice. Do it. That'd be really fun. Get to it. Come on. Um, yeah. And Joe, the beauty is, is that 
because she was around in the 90s uh, and Miss Marvel will be present day, they can sell us that she has this fondness for her from her childhood, perhaps. Yeah, oh, yeah that, definitely. Or that she already existed and that's why she takes the name Miss Marvel because she she's honouring Captain Marvel kind of thing. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, they, they, we don't get the name in this, but we do get a couple of jokes about Marvel because that's uh, yeah. Annette Bening's character. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder yeah. like how how we get to Captain Marvel, but uh, but yeah, that's that's us. I guess that's uh, that's uh, that's the review. So uh, what is left to do? Uh, to tell you to you know uh, tell us what you think of the movie, of course, in the in the comments, like and subscribe, all that stuff. It helps us out a lot. Uh, if you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here and all the movie reviews and everything else we do, uh, head over to Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV where you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. You get some stuff early. Uh, you get some other stuff uh, exclusively. Me and Tim do a horror movie podcast called Streams After Midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get an exclusive episode of that once per month at the dollar tier, uh, for example. So, uh, check, yeah, check out that. Obviously, if you're interested in hearing us talk more about comic books, we have two comic book podcasts. Me, Matt, and Connor do a DC mm-hmm. Comics podcast Ooh. called Comics from the Multiverse. We talk about DC Comics every week. Me and Connor do an, uh, an Elsewhere in the, the Multiverse podcast, which is the Marvel books, which may be more relevant given this movie, uh, along mm-hmm. with uh, other publishers too. So, uh, you know, we've been reviewing Captain Marvel, the current <coughs> series on there, uh, and other stuff, so check out those too. So you can get those all on YouTube, or you can get them on their individual podcast mm-hmm. feed. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's us though. I think uh, I think that's everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Tim, where can people find you? Uh, pretty much at Tim Vargulish uh, on any social media platform. But yeah, Twitter is probably the one where I interact the most. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess if people want to comment on it. But uh, if you um, uh, if you're on Facebook, you can like uh, my comic page, uh, Goatman Comics. Uh, I'm working on a lot of stuff this year. Uh, don't really want to announce stuff till it's done but hopefully <laughs> i will have stuff uh at some point to show off it's, a, it's very erotic i promise uh matt where can, oh, yeah. pe- where can people find you <laughs> you can find me at matt of steel 57 on on twitter yeah and yeah you can find me at wibble 89 on twitter you can also find me with that same uh, name on letterbox should you wish to stalk my movie watching habits mm-hmm. uh but that is us that is that has been 121 gigawatts this has been our captain marvel review um all three of us should be back for the avengers review next month as well as the yeah. hellboy review because tim's a big hellboy fan so it makes sense for tim to oh, yeah? pop on for that too <laughs> so the plan Are you is see that, Matt? oh yeah david harbour is hellboy is something i never <laughs> wanted to okay. know Okay. Oh. So yeah, it'll be, so it'll be as, as, as a trio again for for those two movies next mm. month. Um, but uh, me and Tim will also be doing us on Screams After Midnight, uh, oh, and I think there's something in April as well. I can't remember what it was though. Pet Cemetery <laughs> is April. Oh God, <laughs> that looks so bad. But yeah, me and Tim will be reviewing that on Screams After Midnight. Hey, you don't judge it until you've seen it. You after the first trailer, <laughs> you said you were worried about it, and you started complaining about all the kids well, in that's- it. That's not... because Tim's such a huge Stephen King fan. Yeah. That, like, I understand that. Look, yeah. I am you know? sorry that the new Hellboy doesn't look that good. I am sorry that the new Pet Cemetery does not look that good. <laughs> Tim, you can't get always get your way. I, I, I just I you. It, it's Hellboy all right if you. Me. It's all right if you have reservations, but you can't tell people that it's gonna suck before it comes out. You gotta, you gotta let them know. You gotta give it a fair shot. I'll give it a fair shot. I just like winding you up. <laughs> <laughs> this is purely aimed at you and your reaction and nothing else. Yeah. All right. Uh, that has been that's, that's that has been our Captain Marvel <laughs> review. So thank you very much once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Uh, keep watching movies, guys, and higher, faster, further. Bye, guys. Oh, and diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs>